Chapter 14, I become a known fugitive. I love to tell it, I had some deep revelation on my way down, that I came to terms with my own mortality, laugh in the face of death, etc. The truth, my only thought was, ah! The river raced toward me at the speed of a truck. Wind and bridges stumbled in and out of my vision. And then, for boom, a wide out of bubbles. I sang to the work. Sure that I was about to end up embedded in a hundred feet of mud and lost forever. But my impact with the water hadn't hurt. I was falling slowly now, bubbles trickling up through my fingertips. I sailed on the river the bottom soundlessly. A catfish, the sight of my stepfather, lurked away into the gloom. Clouds of slit and disgusting garbage, beer bottles, old shoes, plastic bags swirled up all around me. At a point, I realized a few things. First, I had not been flattened into a pancake. I had not been barbecued. I couldn't even feel the chimera poison boiling in my veins anymore. I was alive, which was good. Second realization, I wasn't wet. I mean, I could feel the coolness of water. I could see where the fire on my clothes had been quenched. But when I touched my own shirt, it felt perfectly dry. I looked at the garbage floating by and snatched an old cigarette lighter. No way, I thought. I flicked the lighter. It sparkled. It sparked. A tiny flame appeared right up there at the bottom of the Mississippi. I grabbed a soggy hamburger wrapper out of the current. Immediately, the paper turned dry. I lit it with no problem. As soon as I let go, the flame sputtered out. The wrapper turned back in a slimy rag. Weird. But the strangest thought occurred to me only last. I was breathing. I was underwater, and I was breathing normally. I stood up, tied deep in mud. My legs felt shaky. My hands trembled. I should have been dead. The fact that I wasn't seemed like, well, a miracle. I imagined a woman's voice, a voice that sounded a bit like my mother. Percy, what do you say? Um, thanks. Underwater, it sounded like I did on recording like a much older kid. Thank you, father. No response, just a dark drift of garbage downriver. The enormous catfish gliding by, the flash of sunset on the water surface far above, turning everything to color butterscotch. Why had Poseidon saved me? The more I thought about it, the more shame I felt. So I got unlucky a few times before against a thing like the chimera. I had never stood a chance. Those poor people in the arch were probably toast. I couldn't protect them. I was no hero. Maybe I should just stay down here with a catfish, join in the bottom fevers. Thump, thump, thump. A river, boy, a river boy's paddle wheel turned above me, swirling the silt around. There, not five feet in front of me, was my sword, its gleaming bronze hilt sticking up in the mud. I heard a woman's voice again. Percy, take the sword. Your father believes in you. This time, I knew the voice wasn't in my head. I wasn't imagining it. Her words seemed to come from everywhere, rippling around the water like dolphin sonar. Where are you? I called around. Then, to the gloom, I saw her, a woman in the color of water. I go to the current, floating just above the sword. She had long, billowing hair, and her eyes, barely visible, were green like mine. A lump formed in my throat. I said, Mom? No, child. Only a messenger. Though your father, mother's fate is not as hopeless as you believe. Go to the beach in Santa Monica. What? 
It is your father's will. Before you descend into the underworld, you must go to Santa Monica. Please, Percy, I cannot stay long. The river here is too foul for my presence. But I was sure this woman was my mother, or a vision of her anyway. Who? How did you? There was so much I wanted to ask. The words jammed up in my throat. I cannot stay, brave one, the woman said. She reached out, and I felt the current brush my face like cares. You must go to Santa Monica and Percy. Do not trust the gifts, her voice faded. Gifts? What gifts? What? She made one more attempt to speak, but the sound was gone. Her image melted away. If it was my mother, I had lost her again. I felt like drowning myself. The only problem was I was immune to drowning. Your father believes in you, she had said. She had calls to call me brave, unless she was talking to the catfish. I waded toward Riptide and grabbed it by a hilt. The chimera might still be up there, with its sneaky, fat mother waiting to finish me off. At the very least, the moral police would be arriving, trying to figure out what blown a hole in the arch. If they found me, they have some questions. I kept my sword, stuck the ballpoint pen in my pocket. Thank you, father, I said again to the dark water. Then I kicked up to the muck and swam for the surface. I come ashore next to floating McDonald's. I block away, very emergency vehicle in St. Louis was surrounded by the arch. Police helicopters circled overhead. The crowd of onlookers reminded me of Times Square on New Year's Eve. The little girl said, Mama! The boy just walked out of the river. That's nice, dear, her mother said, craning her neck to watch the ambulance. But he's dry. That's nice, dear. A news lady was talking from the camera. Probably not a terrorist attack, we're told, but it's still very early in the investigation. The damage, as you can see, is very serious. We're trying to get to some of the survivors to question them about eyewitness reports of someone falling from the arch. Survivors, I felt the urge of relief. Maybe the park ranger and the family made it out safely. I hope Annabeth and Grover were okay. I tried to push through the crowd to see what was going on inside the police line. An adolescent boy, another reporter was saying, Child of five has learned a surveillance camera showing an adolescent boy going wild on the observation deck. Somehow setting off the freak explosion. Hard to believe, John, but... That's what we're hearing. Again, no confirmed fatalities. I backed away, trying to keep my head down. I had to go a long way around the police perimeter. Informed officers and news reports were everywhere. I almost lost hope of ever finding out a bed and Grover when finally a familiar voice bleed, Percy! I turned and got tackled by Grover's bear hug, or goat hug, he said. We thought he got to Hades the hard way. Abbott stood behind him, trying to look angry, but even she seemed relieved to see me. We can't leave you alone for five minutes. What happened? I sort of fell. Percy, 630 feet? Behind us, a cop shouted, Get away! The crowd parted, and a couple of paralytics puzzled out, rolling a woman on a stretcher. I recognized her immediately as the mother of the little boy who had been on the observation deck. She was saying, And then this huge dog, this huge vibrating chinwawa, 
Okay, ma'am, the pirate said. Just calm down. Your family's fine. The magician started again. I'm not crazy. The boy jumped out of the hole. The monster disappeared, and she saw me. Here he is. That's the boy. I turned and quickly pulled Annabelle and Grover after me. We disappeared in the crowd. What's going on? Annabelle demanded. What's talking about the chinoawa in the elevator? I told him my whole the whole story of the chimera, a china, my highlight back, and the underwater lady message. Whoa, said Grover. We got to get to Santa Monica. We can't ignore someone's from your dad. Before Annabeth could respond, we passed another reporter doing a news break. I almost froze in my tracks when he said, Percy Jackson, that's right. Dad, Channel 12 has learned that the boy who may have caused this explosion fits the description of a young man mounted by authorities for a serious New Jersey bus accident three days ago. And the boy is believed to be traveling west. For our viewers at home, here's a photo of Percy Jackson. We ducked around in our news van and slipped into an alley. First things first, they told Grover, we got to get out of town. Somehow we made it back to Amtrak station without getting spotted. We got on board the train just before it just pulled out of Denver. For Denver, the train turned west as darkness fell. Police lights still pulsing against the St. Louis skyline behind us. That was the end of chapter 14. Please stay tuned of chapter 15.